good vibes. A good evening. I do not attempt to adjust your radio. There is nothing wrong. The Knutsons. have taken control as to bring you this special show. Who are the Knutsons? Only good vibes. Only good vibes is the plan. Only good vibes, good vibes. Okay, this is called the Knutson effect. How's things? How are you? How's things, Ram? Yeah, we are good. How's things? You okay? Life is good. What an absolute pleasure it is, Ramsey, to have you join us on our, our little show. Yeah, thanks for taking the time to come and chat with us. Oh, of course. It's a pleasure, indeed. Is How are you guys getting on over there? You doing okay in, in all this madness? Well, there's so much snow. We haven't, this, we haven't had a winter like this in 25, 30 years. Yeah, really, really bad? Yeah. We, well, just in February. It, well, I mean, it's so much snow. Mm. Yeah. And then, then after the snow, then the temperature drops. Yeah. <laughs> stay stay indoors, Ramsey. It's a lot safer to stay indoors, I think, right yeah. now. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing. Staying indoors with my wife and my piano. That's a, <laughs> That's a good deal. Heating up, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've been doing a lot of virtual concerts, Ramsey. Is that right? A lot of virtual concerts recently. Have you been, been keeping uh, very busy with those? Yes. And, and what's great is I get to play the concerts in my living room <laughs> i don't have to go to the airport so and, check into, and check into a hotel yeah <laughs> i like that positive positive attitude right <laughs> oh, you know, that's, that's a fair point yeah you don't have to worry about overly sound engineers and people setting things up you can just you're comfortable in your own piano ramsey you can just play away in the house yeah well i don't know if, do you know the way it started you know i was playing the piano i love the piano okay yeah. And so I'm playing the piano, and I'm trying to think of this song that um, I used to play with the trio years ago um, by Russ Freeman. He did it on a um, Chet Baker album with strings. Right. And I was trying to remember, trying to remember, trying, and I kept messing around until finally I got the whole thing down, and I was so pleased I played it through. Yeah. And then after I, it took me about 20 minutes to a half hour to get the whole thing down. Yeah. And then after I got through, who should be standing four or five feet from me with her cell phone on? My wife. And she <laughs> said, the song is so beautiful. I had to come out and um, and, and just tape it. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, well, yeah, I, I like it too. So she sent it to my manager, Brett. Right. And then Brett said, oh, that's a great song. So what do you do? I said, yeah, I, I I sit here in my piano. I have a great Steinway. Yeah, yeah. In my living room. And I sit here every day for an hour to two, three hours, some days more. And I just love to play the piano. <laughs> and so Brett, being a manager. I've <laughs> <laughs> seen potential. <laughs> yeah, he, he saw the potential. And he says, what if you didn't have to leave your living room yep. and you just played for an hour? And uh, we could make that something nice happen. Yeah, yeah. Said, like I, I, yeah. I do that anyway. <laughs> huh? You're like I do that anyway. <laughs> yeah, I do that right. I do that anyway. So I, I, I thought it was a great idea. And lo and behold, uh, I'm doing what I love in my living room for an hour the last Saturday of every month, one o'clock Chicago time. Yep. And we're getting all kinds of great response. Yeah. And the other thing that's that pleases me a lot is it's cost twenty dollars to see it, 
and but most of that money we're giving to the Jazz Association of America, really? which gives which in turn gives it to jazz musicians who are not doing so well for medicine, prescriptions, or food or whatever. Yeah, it's a great cause. But where can people go, Ramsey, to support that? Where can they go to learn more? Where can the viewers find out more? Yeah, I know. You're going to ask me that. Jan! <laughs> well, <that's> a... <laughs> we speak to you, Brett. Here, please. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm the piano player in the house. <laughs> yeah, not a, web, not a website designer. <laughs> ask me, where, do I, where do they go for, to, to see the... Oh, you can go to his website, RamseyLewis.com. RamseyLewis.com. Yeah, and then there's a... Um, I think it's on the main page and there's a link to stage it and, right. and you click on that and then you can get a ticket from there. Brilliant. Awesome. So we will post a link on under this video down here. Yep, check out guys. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's incredible how much the virtual concerts have just brought so many people together through these hard times, I think. Yeah, it's it's amazing to me. Yeah. That um, these concerts that I was just doing anyway mm. are now uh, entertaining people from all around the world. Yeah, yeah. And people are enjoying them. So it's very, very gratifying. Yeah, definitely. I think it's great that people get that kind of intimate experience as well. You know, like you, know, you're, you are playing in your living room. It's almost like being able to sit there with you in your living room and just listen to you play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that... I mean, I'm 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 just gonna do it. I do it anyway. Mm. So people are just sitting there with me, and and I'm doing something good for other people too. That makes me feel good. Excellent. I'm very jealous, Ramsey. You mentioned the Steinway, and I just have this little keyboard over here. I'm I'm very jealous right now. <laughs> this doesn't seem to cut. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I I um when I was traveling, and uh, maybe many years ago when the Fender Rhodes first came out. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, the uh, keyboard started coming out. And not only had the Steinway piano on the stage by me, but I had a Fender Rose by me. Right. And I had a synthesizer. Yeah, yeah. By me. And it, it, the Fender Rose and the synthesizer took up so much of my time yep. that I decided to hire somebody to play those two instruments. And, um, uh, I would stick with the Steinway. The Steinway is my love. Oops, yeah. my wife's my first love. Oops, I hope she didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> she knows, Ramsey, she knows too well. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope so. Brilliant. You're talking about synthesizers as well, Ramsey. You really embraced the synthesizers as well, didn't you? Was our, some of your favorite synthesizers? What was your, your go-to synths? You know, the last time I played a synthesizer was so long ago, I don't remember the brand name. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> Steinway, yeah. just stick to the Steinway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I only experimented with one or two over maybe a year, a year and a half, and finally I decided I wasn't getting as much pleasure right. out, of, out of the synthesizer. Because, you know, synthesizers... I don't know about now, but back in the day, every, not every year, but every so often, they came out with a new one. You know, they were coming out with them so often. Yeah. And then you got to learn. Yeah. And you got to learn which switches that I'm looking at yours now, your keyboard there. And, yeah. and you got to learn which switches to push and pull and push and pull and this and that. Paul only uses two of those buttons. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? One finger. 
I, I'm so used to just sitting at the Steinway yeah. and making things happen the way I want them to happen mm-hmm. rather than having to go push and pull and push and whatever. Yeah, yeah. So life life was much better for me on, this, on the bandstand mm-hmm. when I hired somebody to take care of the keyboards and all I could needed to do was stay at uh, my second love, which is the Steinway. Yeah, yeah. How how did you how did you learn piano then, Ramsey? Because I, over the past couple of years, I've been trying to learn the basics, and there's, I'm not going to lie, I've almost thrown this out the window a few, on a few occasions out of pure frustration of trying to learn. But uh, how did you learn, and what age were you when you learned? Well, I started. I was shooting marbles in the floor at four years old, right? And I heard my parents. Tell my older sister, who was uh, then about seven or eight, Lucille, you're going to go take piano lessons. And I had learned that if, if Lucille was going to go do something, I wanted to go too, because usually it was fun to do. So <laughs> I said, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go. And my parents said, no, we can only afford one person. And so, no, you can't go. And I made so much fuss that finally they said, okay, you can go. And so the... Um, the church organist taught piano. She also played piano. She taught piano. And so she was giving lessons. Right. So she, she gave lessons to Lucille and I. And after about, I don't know how many months or almost a year, she told my parents, well, Lucille, I'm sure has talent elsewhere. Right. But little Ramsey, he's got talent. I think he should stick with it. <laughs> and and that's, that's the worst thing I, I could have heard because I didn't like the practice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't like that part of it. Yeah. But my parents said, okay, they say that you've got something. So now you're going to practice. And um, that happened. And so for about maybe eight, nine, I was four years old when that started. When I was 12 years old, she told my parents, I've taught him all I can t- teach him. So I, I suggest you take them downtown to um, Chicago Musical College. Yeah. And they can give private lessons to to youngsters. And that's when I met Dorothy Mendelssohn. And Dorothy Mendelssohn is the piano teacher who um, got me into Bach and Beethoven and Chopin, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. And, and then she, she taught me all the classics. And she said, you must practice. And one of the things that I still hear her in my head she says, but you must always make the piano sing. Ramsey, yeah. make the piano sing. And she, she was she was about four feet ten. I mean, she's a little lady. Right. <laughs> and, and she said, get up, get up. I, I hear her in my head right now. Get up, get up. And she played whatever it was. And the piano sounds so beautiful. On the other hand, I'd be playing some Beethoven or something. And, and it, 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 it was a crescendo and it was big. And make it roar, make it roar, make it roar. And I said, she says, get up, get up. And this little lady would sit down to this big Steinway and make the piano want to run out of the room. <laughs> I mean, she was, and so I, I, I fell in love yeah. with the piano at that point. Yeah, yeah. And then she also was instrumental in my career because Later on, when I was 15 years old, the um, one of the other musicians had a dance band, right? And his name was Wallace Burton, and he heard me play gospel music, church 
you know, black church gospel music. Yeah, yeah. And classical music. And he says, I want you to play with our band. Well, I hadn't played any jazz, I, but he thought that I could play anything because he heard me play gospel. Yeah, yeah. And classical. So all he said was, meet me at the, um, the Union Park Fuel House because there's a dance we're playing for. He had a seven piece band and the piano player uh, had been picked up by um, Sarah Vaughn. Now that should have been a signal to me that their piano player was good enough for Sarah Vaughn to take him. Maybe I'm not the guy, <laughs> but I said, okay, 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 I'll go. And I went and um, so, <laughs> He, he, we, we got there. I, I sat down at the piano, seven-piece band, three, three horns, guitar, bass, drums, and piano. Yep. And he said, "Okay, we're going to start with something easy. Let's play a ballad." And he must have named three or four ballads. I didn't know any. I didn't know any ballad. I didn't know anything except Bach, Beethoven, Chopin, and gospel music. Yeah, yeah. And so, finally, he said, "Ramsey, you sit out and sit out, and we'll play without piano." Right. And I'll take you home because I was young enough at that point where my parents says, "Okay, Wallace, you can you can take him to play with you, but you got to drive him back home." <laughs> and so on the way on the way home, driving me home, Wallace Burton said, "You know, if you want to learn this music, this music we call jazz, if you want to come over to my house, I'll show you a few things." Right. And that's when he got me interested. And I, I really fell in love with this music we call jazz. And also back in this day, am I talking too much? No, I'm, 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 I'm mesmerized. I'm mesmerized here. <laughs> I'm loving the history. <laughs> and also in those days, I don't know, in Europe uh, or in Scotland or, or England. Scotland. Yeah, Scotland. Did they, did Scotland. Did they have, um, uh, in, in, the record, in the record shops, they had booths that you could take the LPs yeah, yeah, I think they did. And you could, they had demo LPs. You could take them in there and listen. And you could say, yeah, I like it. No, I don't like it. Yep. So he no, said, he said, go up to the record shop and, and pull out some George Shearing, pull out some Earl Garner, some Bud Powell, and this and that, and listen to how they play yep. some of the songs that we play. And just listen to how, how they do it. And I did it. And I was, of course, blown away yeah. by the way they played. And, but that opened my eyes and ears to, to what's up. Yeah, yeah. Cause it, cause so that, things things kept progressing um, until uh, it got to the point where in classical music, uh, things were getting very good. Yeah. And, and um, the gospel music was, was working and jazz was working. Yeah. And my parents, Chicago was, Chicago was a real hub for it all, wasn't it? The Chicago kind of jazz scene, wasn't it? it seemed to be a real what a what a revolution for music then. So yeah, you know what was great about Chicago is Chicago is very open minded. Yeah, Chicago is not very critical. Yep. You know, sometimes maybe New York people kind of sit back and they say, hmm, and sometimes they get a little critical or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but in Chicago. They they allow you to to express yourself, mm -hmm. and they're out to have just a good time. Yep. And so it was great playing in Chicago. Yeah. What, what was like the nineteen fifties Chicago kind of jazz scene like, Ramsey? Can you sum that up in a couple of sentences? I don't know. What what was Chicago like then? I mean, you were out on the on the jazz circuit then. 
in the 50s, there were maybe 100 or 200 jazz clubs wow. in Chicago. Right. Maybe 50, 35, 40 on the north side, 35, 40 on the west side, right. 35 or so, 30 on the south side. But then downtown Chicago, where all the big department stores and the big restaurants and bars and nightclubs, there was jazz down there. Yeah, so yeah. jazz was everywhere in the 50s. Yep. And, and people loved to dance to jazz in those yep. days. Not only listen, but jazz, but, but, but dance. Yep. Is that what inspired you to start the trio then, to start the, the Ramsey Lewis trio and that then, and start and try and make your own kind of mark on the scene around that time? No, what happened, the, the, the Korean War broke the group up, the, the drummer, uh, and um, Red Holt had to go join the army. Right, wow. And it was yet left up to, to me and LD. We stayed together. And we hired another drummer until Red got out. And when Red got out of the army, he came back. And that was the beginning of the trio. Okay. And we stayed together. And that's how the trio got started. Ah, right, right. It's two o'clock. Am, um, am I right in saying that you've recorded around about 80 albums? Well, I only I only recorded about sixty. The other twenty are well, actually, only, the other twenty, the other 20 are, are um, well, the compilations, you know, the best of and all of that. Oh yeah, but you know, sixty albums, and I, I retired about four or five years ago. So mm -hmm. sixty albums over fifty years, sixty years. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah, that is. Well, so we, were, we, we were chatting about this before you came on there, and I think your first album came out in 1956. Is that is that correct? Yeah, it was in the it was in the early 50s, 55, 56, mm -hmm. and um, we were putting out two albums a year until the early 60s. Uh -huh. Until we noticed, or maybe whenever the Beatles came out in the 60s, and we noticed that. These groups were only putting out one album a year. Mm -hmm. So that's when we started putting out one album a year. All right. Because I think the, the Chicago, the jazz and the blues scene influenced Britain massively, I think, in Chicago. I think with the Rolling Stones and the likes of Eric Clapton. And I think what we were watching, what you guys were up to over there, inspired Britain massively, didn't it, for the, the British invasion, I think, that came after it. Yeah, those guys would come to Chicago. Yeah. Just to check out the, the blues and jazz scene because there lots of blues. Yeah, there were there were not only jazz clubs, but you could go to some clubs and there was nothing but the blues. Yeah, in Chicago, that was you know Chicago's still like that except there's no more clubs as we know it. But back in those days, there was the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, there was the ballet, um, the, the Chicago, and there was this and that, and there were jazz clubs there were blues clubs yeah there was all kinds of music mm -hmm. and and what the other thing is and i'm repeating myself is chicago has never been a super critical audience yeah yeah you know yes yeah, the worst the worst they could say is maybe you guys ought to practice a little more or something but but they would never <laughs> yeah they would never get down on you so they were always encouraging and Chicago is a great place. And you're right, a lot of uh, rock and roll and, and um, uh, groups 
from yep. around the world would come to Chicago just to check out the scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you, even now, even through to the to the house music movement in Chicago, and it always seems to do have some, uh, some inventive music. Chicago always seems to do really, really well. Yeah. How do you know about house music? <laughs> we love house music. <laughs> Me and John wow. brought up in house music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's probably more our thing, to be fair, isn't it, John? <laughs> yeah, we do like about house music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that took the world by storm, just like jazz, I think, didn't it? House music's like the, the modern day jazz, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just think it's, uh, yeah, it's fascinating because there's such a revival and such love for, the, for that music again. Jazz, jazz, funk, even the disco stuff. I don't know if it's the internet that's created this uh, kind of new hype to a certain extent, but there's a real young audience, a new audience coming through uh, that have never learned much about it before. So me and John try and create the show to try and well educate ourselves more than anything, to be fair, but yeah. also help help educate other people who are just learning more about the music, you know? It just it fascinates us to no end. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's a great music to know about. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully, hopefully, one day if I can, if I can play piano, maybe an eighth as good as you one day, Ramsey, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure you could. Show, maybe well, a sixteen. I'm sure you could show me a thing or two. I don't. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> <laughs> But as it progressed into the the seventies and that, the Ramsey, it was more of a probably the disco, the jazz, funk kind of stuff. Yeah, and obviously, yeah. you worked a lot with Maurice White with the Earth, Wind, and Fire guys, and that was at a really magical time. I think the seventies was just a what a magical time that was for music. Yeah, it broadened itself because, as you know, uh, Maurice White played drums in one of my trios. Yeah, and, yeah. And he, then he left and formed Earth, Wind, and Fire. Did he, did Maurice start with you then, Ramsey? Is that was that his? No, he, no, 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 no. Maurice was the uh, third drummer. All right. In my trio, in trios. Right. Was he, that his? Was that his first kind of introduction to playing live music? Then was that Maurice really young and, and just inspired to do his own thing after that? Well, what happened? We were playing around, and 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 one day Maurice said, um, "Hey, Ramsey, you know, very soft spoken." Yeah. You won't believe this. He's a very soft-spoken guy. I mean, when you see Earth, Wind, and Fire on stage with all the <laughs> costumes and dancing and the da 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 da, yeah. If you ever talk to Maurice White, of course he's passed on now. God bless his soul. Yeah. Very very soft-spoken guy. And he says, <laughs> "Ramsey, one day I'm gonna I'm gonna form my own group." Wow. I said, "Oh yeah, Maurice." He says, "He said, yeah, you're gonna have a trio or a quintet or." He says, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to have a, a, a band, and then we're going to have dancing, and we're going to have uniforms, and we're going to have horns, and this. And they went on and on. <laughs> so I said, Maurice, take an aspirin. Go lay down. <laughs> Are you kidding? He says, no, no, man. I'm going to do that. Wow. And, and not too long after that, he says, well, Ramsey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave the group in about eight months. So I'll just give you time so, so you can get another drummer. Right. Um, I'm gonna, <clears throat> I'm gonna farm my group. The first group he formed was called the Salty Peppers, right. and of course after that he formed Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm -hmm. And uh, he called me one day. I was playing in Washington D.C. He was playing in New York, and he says, "Ramsey, I've got this song, and it's gonna be bigger than the in crowd." I said, "Ramsey, come on! How's it gonna be bigger than the in crowd?" <laughs> and he said, "Well." 
let me, I'll show it to you. What are you doing? I said, well, I'm in Washington now, but uh, I'll be going back to Chicago in a couple of days. He said, well, we're in New York. They had just sold out Madison Square Garden, excuse me. <laughs> and uh, he met, he and Philip Bailey and um, Donald Myrick and a couple of other, the uh, Earth, Wind and Fire guys yeah. met us in Chicago. And uh, we spent about three days on this song. It's a good story. We spent about three days on this song. And after the third day, he says, okay, that's it. And you got it. And um, he said, oh, before we go, everybody's about to pack up. Um, the name, oh, I said, what are you going to name it? He says, the name of the song is Hot Dog It. I said, Hot Dog It, okay. He says, ah, we got this other song. And it just has a nice 16 bar melody, but there's no more to it. So but what we'll do is play the melody and then Donald Meyer complete take a saxophone solo. We'll play the melody again. And then you take a solo and we'll play the melody again. It's just a nice, easy going. It's an album song. It won't sell the hot dog. It's going to sell the album. Yeah. Yeah. So we spent that time in the studio and, and three days on hot dog. It less than four or five hours on this other song. So I said, what are you going to call this other song? Yeah. He says, ah, call it Sun Goddess. Yeah, yeah, call it Sun Goddess. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just an album song anyway. Well, lo and behold, yep. you know, what happened, the album came out and did very, very, very well. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a fan fantastic album. That, that Even that hot dog, I had I actually had it on in the car on the drive home tonight having a listen to it as well. It's been a while since I've, I've had it on, but that hot dog, it just, with a lot of the Earth, Wind and Fire influence with you on the piano, it's just, it's a bit of magic, that album, I think, isn't it? It's a, It was a lot of fun to do. Yeah. And Maurice, you know, to be, he's, to be such a quiet, soft-spoken guy. Yeah. When he's when he's when he's off stage, yeah, yeah. But when he's on stage, he turns into this other person, yeah. energy, jumping, singing, yeah. dancing. He's a wonderful guy to know. Yeah, and uh, I still miss him. Yeah, yeah. What a guy. We we seen them a few years back. They came to they came to Scotland actually on a tour, and we got the the pleasure of seeing them. They were on after Nile Rogers and Sheik. It was a it was a great night, I'll say that. But uh, yeah, what what an atmosphere with Earth Wind and Fire when they're playing live. It's just something else, isn't it? So it must have been a real pleasure working with those guys as well. Watching them? Are you kidding? Sure. <laughs> Indeed. Brilliant. What what was it like? What is the kind of process between uh, with the writing of the records then, like that, Ramsey? How did you go about writing those? Was Maurice quite involved with the writing process, or would you put the basic kind of piano riffs down then, or how how, how would you write a record like Sun Goddess? I don't get the question. What did you say? How, how did you how did you guys? What was the approach to writing like an album and a record like Sun Goddess? Was it just about like jamming, and did Maurice write a lot of it, or how did that come about then? Did you all just just put in ideas? No, no, Maurice uh, and somebody else, one other person, had that melody. All right. Which, they had the melody. Right. And, and, and then Maurice thought it wasn't long enough for a song. Yep. That's why, if you notice, on the album, we were, the solos are very long on the album because, <laughs> you know, the song is that short. 
yeah, <laughs> I just yeah progress it out. <laughs> no, it's a fantastic album, really is, and just the like John says, sixty albums, but everything's just all your albums. They have a bit of magic about them. They all have their own unique sort of magic that seems to have progressed through the decades as well, didn't they? They seem to just always be at the forefront of what was happening at that time. Well, I never thought about living off of my laurels. I never thought about trying to repeat any past success. Yeah, yeah. No matter how big or how small. Yep. I always like to live in the present moment and what I'm thinking about now and what 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 feels good at the piano now. Yep. And and so that kind of kept me in the present and looking for new things to do. Yeah. And and not rely on something that I did a year ago that was successful and try to stay with that. That that has never attracted me. Yeah. Trying to trying to copy something that was successful for me. Yep. Mm-hmm. How, always, do you, how do you keep finding that inspiration? Um, now that you spent so long doing that, how do you like kind of go back and try and do something different now that you've been doing it for, for so long? Well, it's all in I started to say all in the air, but you're right. I've been doing it. I'm, I'll be 86 years old now to this year in May. And I try to stay open when mm-hmm. I go to the piano. And, I, and, and I, I, I try not to think of what I played yesterday or last year or last month or what, what I thought was successful. Yeah. I just try to see what, what am I feeling right now as I sit down to the piano. Mm-hmm. And after, after after I warm up with some scales and arpeggios and some Bach and some Beethoven and some after I warm up with some stuff, yeah, then then I I I, I just start playing mm-hmm. and and see what comes out. Yeah, okay. and 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 it's just a wonderful feeling just to to be totally creative in the moment. Mm-hmm. I think I think in the moment are uh, are three words that have worked really well for me in life in general. Yeah. Stay in the moment. Yep. You can't predict the future and you can't relive the past. Mm-hmm. So you might as well see what you can do with yeah. this moment. Yeah. <laughs> Look what it brought you, Ramsey, talking on Zoom to a couple of Scottish guys about the about the music. So Yes, embrace new technology and new new ideas in it. I'm sorry, I didn't get it. I, I think like look look what it's brought you now, just living in the moment and you're on talking on chatting on Zoom to a couple of guys in Scotland at this point probably wasn't what you, you expected tonight. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> you, you never know. Yeah. What, what, what kind of uh, advice would you have then for people, even like myself then, that what, what would you advise for learning piano, maybe pieces of music that you've always been your go-to music that would help you, like you say, warm up and stuff then? Because it's it's very in- intimidating, the amount of music that's out there, all the courses that are out there to try and learn. But what's your go-to music that you would say would be good for beginner level then to learn? Well, you know... Playing the keyboards, the electric keyboards is fine. Yep. But if you really want to get deep into music, I would get a piano. A Steinway? Well, yeah, if you can't afford a Steinway, 
just get a 88 key piano yep with 88 keys and even at you know if, if you need a teacher to start learning the basics usually yeah. they start you out with bach and yeah, Chopin. yeah. and and exercises scales and arpeggios and Yep. And, and 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 I'm I'm looking I'm looking at your fingers. You have long fingers. Yep. Um, and it's a, it's a wonderful challenge, and it's gratifying. And you know the great thing about it, it's never too late. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's partly my worry. I wish I had. I wish I'd taken it up a lot younger. You know, I've always kind of dabbled in music production, but I wish I had stuck it out a little earlier. But I'm I'm glad you say that, Ramsey. That's, that's wait a minute! Wait, 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 wait! What do you mean a lot, a lot younger? Look at you! What, are you are you eighty years old? How old are you? Yeah, no, what do you mean? I want a lot younger. You are young. Still a puppy, yeah. Paul. Still a puppy. <laughs> Thanks, John. Thanks, John. John's always there for a bit of support. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's comforting. I like that. I like that. Thanks for the, the words of advice, Ramsey. I like that. <laughs> oh, um, so you've had quite an incredible career, Ramsey. Like that's like you say, over sixty albums. I believe there's been is it three Grammys in there as well. I'm sorry, I didn't get the question. Um, so I believe you've had like over sixty albums and three Grammys as well. What's been like some of your best experiences over this journey? Then would you say like your your big highlights over the years? Oh, highlights. Yeah. You see. That's exactly what I mean. There's some wonderful moments I've had. Maybe the first time I played Carnegie Hall, mm -hmm. wow. uh, you know, maybe the first time I played the Hollywood Bowl. Wow. But I don't, I don't, I don't carry those things around with me yep. because I like to stay in the moment. I don't, I don't like to look back mm -hmm. and, and relive those things. But mm -hmm. during the, during, during that time, Sure. When, when they introduce you at, at, at Carnegie Hall and you walk out on the stage, it's like you're in heaven. I mean, it, it, this, is, this is it. Or other places like that or some big nightclub or whatever. Or the first time you, you played a, a concert in a city in Europe or, yep. or Japan or all around the world. You know, fortunately, my career has allowed me to travel and play everywhere in i mean south america australia mexico japan you know i played everywhere and yeah. so the first time you play these places it's invigorating because you know it's oh boy oh boy yeah and you're, you you become a tourist you take out your camera and everything is is new and 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 then but but you, you move on you move yeah. on you know and, and that plays right into what I said before is staying in the moment where you are now, yep. what you're doing now, and put your best foot forward at that moment. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Good, good advice. I think I, I'm definitely more inspired now than I was before the conversation. I'm, I'm going to play the piano all night tonight after talking to you, Ramsey. <laughs> good, good. And, good for uh, you. <laughs> no, you're an, you're an inspiration. It's just an absolute pleasure having you on the show just to chat and learn more about your story and where, where you came from and what inspired you really to, 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 to go on that incredible journey that you've been on. Thank you so much. It's good to talk with you all, both of you. And it's the joys of technology, I think, isn't it, John? Technology it connects, connects everyone around the world now, I think, and so many more people can watch the show and learn. Yeah, yeah.
What time? What time is it there? So it is twenty past eight in the evening over here. What what time oh. is it over your way? Uh, twenty past two in the afternoon. Oh, okay, okay. So what's the what's the plans for this afternoon? Are you are you back on the piano again, Ramsey? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, I practice until um, until my wife and I have a cocktail around five o'clock, and then we have dinner, and there you go. Are you are living the dream right now. <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> Brilliant. No, we, we won't keep you too much longer, Ramsey. Thank you so so much for taking time out to have a have a chat with us. We really appreciate it, and we'll um, hopefully we'll chat to you again on the show soon. All right. I'd like that. Please stay in touch with me and let me know how your piano comes uh, is coming along. Bro, let me know, and let me know how when you get the piano with the 88 keys. <laughs> and, and let me know how you're doing. Stay in touch. Bro, thanks a lot. Okay, bye-bye.